Street Shepherd with Step Harmon. True stories of Jesus on the streets, reaching the broken and lost. Chapter 30. Stuck in a Tree The little kitten was outside for the first time ever, and night was falling soon when God spoke to me. There was nobody in my office or outside or even in the house when I audibly heard God's voice right behind me. I knew from knowing Him that was the Lord speaking. Go get the cat. At first I was startled and then looked outside and realized there was about 20 minutes of daylight left and that this little cat could be lost if not brought in now. Sounds trivial. Who cares about a cat? Apparently, God does. And so did we. You see, if that little kitten got lost, it would set into motion a series of reactions and sadness, anger, regret, loss, and so much more. Sometimes an animal, a pet, can be a lifeline for many and bring joy and smiles into our lives. When I heard the Lord speak those words, I jumped up and ran downstairs and went out the front door to the driveway. It was there I realized that the cat was nowhere in sight and could be anywhere. The street we lived on was full of homes and backyards fences and garages. That cat could literally be anywhere. There was no way I could find him. I stared straight ahead at homes and streets and the impossible odds of finding that cat. There were several hundred homes all around. Bushes, trees, sheds, cars. No way to find that cat. So I stood on the driveway and replied to the Lord, Okay, you want me to get the cat? Show me where he is. I felt my awareness shift from my head to my heart, leaving logic and reason and letting faith rule. My heart became its own mind of sorts. Then I moved, walked straight, so I did about 40 feet. Turn right on the sidewalk. Walk 75 feet. Stop. Turn right. Walk 100 feet down the private driveway of your neighbor's house. Climb the fence into his backyard. Get up on the wall. Okay, look up. There was the little kitten, right above me in the tree. That cat hadn't made a sound all this time and I had no way other than God of knowing it was here in this tree in this particular backyard. The tree was in the corner of a yard behind this one with another neighbor's yard just over another fence. The cat could have been in hundreds of backyards all around here, but God led me right to it. Not one wasted step, but getting here was half the challenge. The cat was 15 feet up the tree, and most of the branches were narrow, meaning they couldn't support my body weight. 
I climbed a wall that was next to the fence, then hopped onto the wood fence six feet up. I glanced at the tree. Wow, it was not very sturdy. Okay, Lord, you got me here. Make this tree support my weight. I'm going up. I placed one foot on a branch that was about three inches across. It swayed but held. Then I looked down and saw what caused the cat to be scared and up this tree in the first place. A little husky puppy was in the next neighbor's yard where the tree came from. The puppy, about three months old, looked up at me with blue eyes and gray fur and wagged its tail. It wanted to play. Unfortunately, if this puppy stayed here, the little cat would never come down. It was too scared. That puppy could be here for hours, and probably had been. That's why the cat was stuck. Puppy, go away and play somewhere else, I said. On cue, this little guy walked away towards his house and started playing with a ball and didn't come back to the tree. What puppy ever listens to a stranger? Or even knows to go play elsewhere? Only God could move that pup. I breathed a sigh of relief. With that under control, I climbed higher up the tree, each branch thinner than the last and bending and swaying in the wind until I was about 25 feet off the ground. A broken branch and fall from here would be dangerous, break a bone, or perhaps kill me. Lord, you brought me here. By faith, I climbed one more branch higher, a two-inch wide branch, and grabbed the cat by the scruff of his neck and held him out with my arm straight, which presented another challenge. Now I'm 20 feet up a tree with the little cat in my dominant hand, standing on a two-inch wide branch. The cat is being held in the air 25 feet off the ground. I can't climb down without using this hand that holds him. Each step of this task has cornered me and made me 100% dependent on God. One misstep and I fall to serious injury. I spy the yard next to me with its tall grass and have no choice but to toss the kitty into the adjacent yard. He flies off and lands perfectly and scampers away. With the cat now down from this tree, I climbed down slowly and placed my foot on the fence and then the wall below it and hopped into the yard near a gate. I reached up for the latch on the gate and flip it and swung the door open. Just then, a big Doberman dog, all 100 pounds of him, came barreling around the corner, growling and barking, teeth bared at me. This dog lives here. I forgot that, and somehow he had not come around the corner and seen me back here all this time. Had this Doberman come earlier, he could have bitten my ankle as I stood there, or barked when I held the kitty out over the ground, and we both would have tumbled down to injury. I hurriedly closed the gate 
just as the Doberman ran at me. But the challenge was not over. All that work, and now the cat was in another neighbor's yard, and the sun would be setting in ten minutes. Okay, Lord, now what? Whistle. I whistled, and the kitty jumped on the fence and looked at me. I think he realized a miracle had taken place here. He jumped down onto the driveway, and I grabbed him and walked home. Safe. God is closer than your heartbeat, if we will but listen. He cares about what many consider the little things also. Even a kitty. You've been listening to Street Shepherd, the podcast. I'm Step Harmon. I really appreciate you listening. And be sure to share these testimonies with others of Jesus on the streets. Once again, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. God bless.